Well, good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Hope you're doing good this morning. Just want to thank you for taking time to be with us this morning. We certainly appreciate all of you who tune in on a regular basis. And this morning, we're looking in Mark's Gospel, chapter number 12, and we're going to look at verse 32 down through verse number 40, or excuse me, down through verse number 34. And if you have a copy of God's Word nearby, I want to encourage you this morning to open up your copy of God's Precious Word, and let's look again in Mark's Gospel. We've entitled this study, A Journey Through Mark, and my, my, what a what a blessing it is to study God's Word, and we thank you for tuning in today and being with us. Last time that we were together, uh, we were looking at the thoughts of what the Scripture reveals about the conversation that Jesus had with a scribe. He asked him, he asked the Lord, what is the greatest uh, commandment? And we know, again, that Jesus was in his last week of his earthly life, his ministry coming quickly to a conclusion. He would go to Calvary in only just a few short hours. And so it is that he had been questioned already by the chief priest and the, the elders and also by the Pharisees, by the Herodians, and also by the Sadducees. And as his conversation was concluding with the Sadducees, out from among them stepped a uh, scribe or a lawyer, if you will, that word is interchangeable. Uh, a scribe started the scribes, the, the office of the scribes started uh, probably, likely during the time of, of Ezra. And uh, they, they developed over time. They were, first of all, they were copyists of the Word of God, and then they became more studious of the Word of God and, and later on became teachers as well of the Word of God, very educated, very knowledgeable of the Hebrew uh, law, the Pentateuch or the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. But after asking this question in Jesus, immediately answers the question without hesitation, and he begins to uh, to tell the Sadducees uh, 
as they questioned him, he immediately answered them as he does, does this scribe who is going to ask him about uh, the greatest commandment in the law. And uh, Jesus starts off by saying here, O Israel, the Lord our God is the Lord our God is one Lord, and He teaches about the Trinity. We are Trinitarian in our belief. We believe that God is one God in three different persons, all being one, all being God, and all being equal, each having a definitive place in the Godhead. Then Jesus said in verse number 30 of chapter 12, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And then Jesus said in the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. And these are the two great commandments, one taken from Deuteronomy, the other from the book of Leviticus. This morning, as we're looking in Mark chapter 12, kind of catches us up where we are. And uh, we're looking in verse number 32 this morning is where we'll begin to read after Jesus quoted what is the two great commandments. We'll notice the scribe's proclamation. He spoke of one Lord. In verse number 32, the Bible says, And the scribe said unto him, Well, Master, thou hast said the truth, for there is one God, and there is none other but he. Now, this scribe, I believe, was a very wise person. He knew the scripture. The scripture is very clear, gives clarity in teaching there is one God. And this scribe had listened to the Lord Jesus. He had listened to the words that, that Jesus had spoken. And not only did he listen, but he reasoned in his mind that Jesus had spoken the truth. So not only does this scribe's proclamation, uh, he's speaking of one Lord, but he also spoke of love. If you'll notice in verse 33 in your Bible of Mark chapter 12, and to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the soul and with all the strength and to love, love his neighbor as himself is more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Now there's a couple of things that this scribe realizes here that Jesus is talking about how we are to love God. And, and if we love God, uh, we're going to love our neighbor as well. The first thing that the scribe does, he recognizes the importance that Jesus is emphasizing in the Old Testament as well on the subject of love. He declares love greater than burnt offerings and sacrifices. Now, I'll say this about this scribe. He, he was a man with an open mind. He was a man, uh, he was a man who had uh, some good thoughts in his mind. He had a, a mindset to think on his own. And when he heard the truth, he readily recognized the truth. And so we see the scribe's proclamation in verse 32 and 33. Now, as we look in our Bible in verse number 34, I want you to see not only the scribe's proclamation, but the Savior's profession. 
Verse number 34, Jesus, and when Jesus saw that he answered discreetly, he said unto him, Thou art not far from the kingdom of God. And no man after that durst ask him any question. And so we see the word discretion. Jesus spoke and said, you have, have answered discreetly. Now, the discretion Jesus is speaking of, it means that Jesus saw that he understood that the man really was comprehending what he was speaking. So when, when the scribe spoke, Jesus listened and listened to his words and knew that the scribe had reasoned right in his mind. And not only that, but Jesus uses a very unique word in your Bible. It is the Greek word, non ekos, and it means in a mind-having way that is prudently, and it is the only time this Greek word here for the discreet, discreetly is used in all the Bible. It is the only time you'll find the word discreetly in the Bible, in the English, and it is also the only time that you will find it in the Greek used as well. So it's a very unique word, and it means prudently. And so it is a unique word. In other words, Jesus said you're very prudent in your statement, and he understood that the man was right in what he was saying. Not only do we see the discretion, but notice with me in closing this morning, the declaration. Jesus said, thou art not far from the kingdom of God. Intellectually speaking, as you think about this, the scribe had a, a rather deep understanding of the meaning of scripture. He, he, his mind, his thoughts were upon evidently the word of God. He was near, not far from the kingdom of God. That means that he was very close. He was near, but listen carefully, but yet as one standing outside the door is not inside, this man was still on the outside. He was near to the kingdom of God, but it does not say that he was in the kingdom of God. He was still on the outside. And so, but he was not far from the kingdom of God. And let me say this to you. There's many people, I believe, that are under conviction. They've heard the word. They understand it in their mind. They've reasoned it out. And the Holy Spirit has spoke to them. God the Father has spoke to them. They're under conviction. They're not far from the kingdom of God. But until they get to the place that they receive Christ as their Savior, you see, they're not far from the kingdom of God, but they have not yet entered into. And there's the problem today. Many people know about Jesus. They believe about Jesus, but they're standing on the outside of the door. And then after that, after Jesus made that proclamation, well, the questions were now over. Who could ask anything else? The Lord was victorious over all the inquiries that he had been uh, brought before him, all the accusation, all the snares, all the traps that had been brought. And from that moment on, right then, there were no more questions. And that session of questions concluded with Jesus saying that, that you're not far from the kingdom of God. I hope and pray that today that you 
are in Christ. I hope and pray that you're not standing outside the door of salvation. The Bible says, Jesus said it, verily, verily, I say unto thee, you must be born again. It is imperative that there be a time in your life, a place in your life, that you repented of your sin, that you trusted in Jesus, what he did for you on the cross realizing you're a sinner, realizing you need a savior and realizing he is the one that died for you. But not only did he die, but he come up out of the grave and he is alive forevermore. And you put your faith in the completed work of Calvary and what Jesus did for you. And you confess him, you pray to him and confess your sins and repent by turning from your sin and turning to Christ and ask him to be your Lord and Savior and ask him and he'll not turn you away. I hope and pray there's been a time in your life that you know that you've been truly scripturally born again, not putting your faith in some preacher that prayed a prayer, not putting your faith in the baptistry or church membership, but a time and a place when you realize you're a hellbound sinner and you needed to be saved, and you cried out to Jesus, and you received Christ as your Savior. Well, this is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Thank you for being with us today. May the Lord bless you. Lord willing, we'll be back again tomorrow for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. And until then, this is Pastor Donnie bidding you a great day. God bless you is our prayer. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just breathe.